Hello everybody! Welcome again to Hashtag Marketplace Influencer Tomashine ng Season 2 Episode 28 uh, Thank you for joining me again You know, um, just like this season, everything is really unpredictable You know, um, here in the Philippines, based on the news, there are 4.2 million Filipinos lost their jobs You know, that's why I'm kind of excited to do this new project that I'm hoping, if not within the week, maybe within the month, we get launched this new website on connecting small and, small and medium enterprises to the unemployed. Basically, how to help the unemployed get jobs from small and medium enterprises. Of course, the income will not be that big, but... We're thinking of also of other complementary income that can help them because it's hard to look for a job right now. Speaking of job, you know I'm I, I'm surprised. Well, not surprised. I'm glad that Isaiah Thomas. Well, not the Isaiah Thomas of the Detroit, not the Isaiah Thomas of Detroit Bad Boys days. It's uh, Isaiah Thomas, the IT, that that uh, was the former star player of Boston Celtics. You know, recently, uh, due to injuries to the New Orleans New Orleans Pelicans, uh, he was able to sign a 10-day contract with them due to the injuries that they have. And earlier, when he played earlier, he scored. 10 points. He, he was able to score 10 points earlier. And it was nice to see because he can still play. Just imagine um, last season he played for the Washington Wizards but his contract got waived. Got, got waived. And he was out of he was out of playing the he was out of playing basketball for a while. But despite being out of playing basketball he remained fit basically he kept he kept on practicing he remained fit that's why recently he played for U- team USA in the the America he was able to do, to do well also on that tournament and he was able to sign a 10 day contact it was nice because he scored 10 points and another guy who made a comeback because his contract got waived by Houston Rockets early this season, uh, DeMarcus Cousins, uh, is now under a 10-day contract with LA Clippers and he scored somewhere 7 points and they won earlier. And it was nice to see because just imagine Isaiah Thomas used to be the star player of Boston Celtics, DeMarcus Cousins, Prior to the injury, he was the star player of Sacramento Kings and even New Orleans Pelicans. But he tried reviving his career in Golden State Warriors, but he went down with an injury. And uh, he tried reviving his career in Lakers. It didn't pan out. He tried with Houston Rockets. It was a short stint, but he got a 10-day contract for LA Clippers. It was nice to see because... I realized just like in a, in application to this to this situation just like these two guys they are fit 
they are still playing they are capable of playing basketball uh, just like earlier they were able to contribute well uh, they signed a 10-day contract they don't mind signing a 10-day contract just for them to play basketball again in NBA and just like in the in this day and age I remember this one guy uh, he finished a master's but because he needs a job to provide for his family he did he accepted the job as a hospital assistant even though he's a he, he has a master's degree he was able to finish a master's degree abroad but because he needs a job he took a job of a hospital assistant in this day and age where people in need are in need of jobs people cannot be choosy anymore that's why when i was coming up with this this web, uh, this new project i'm gonna mention it soon as we launch it people cannot be choosy of jobs right now people have to be practical whatever job that comes their way right now if it's something that can help them they better take it also and uh just like it isaiah thomas and the marcus cousins boogie cousins even though it's just a 10-day contract they will give their best hoping hoping that they sign a a longer term deal or hoping that they get to sign a guaranteed contract soon that's why they're doing it just like in this day and age whatever you have right now you make most of it you do your best also you know earlier i finished the the fourth course of the fourth of the fifth course i was able to finish four out of five courses already of this new specialization on agile leadership i realized before i can transform the team before i can transform the team and before i can transform the organization the transformation starts with me in this day and age you cannot do do the traditional ways of doing things you cannot do the old normal ways of doing things or the traditional ways of doing things you have to be agile but before your team or, or or even your organization transform into an agile organization or an agile team it starts with agile leadership and i realize before i start doing it on a group or a, or or a team or a organization that agile philosophy must apply with me first and rather than having an agile philosophy how do i make it an agile uh, how do i make it um applicable to myself also because when i was listening earlier uh the professor was able to show actual cases of agile organizations like tesla amazon but she was able to say that she said also just because it worked with amazon just because it worked with tesla does it mean it worked with us with me that's why i have to to customize an agile strategy for myself before i 
I teach it to others or or apply it on to a to my team or organization, it must apply to me first. But it should be customized according to my need. And I realize being agile is being open to whatever opportunity that I have right now. Just like this new project that I'm in, connecting small and medium enterprises to the unemployed, I find it exciting because, you know, in the old normal, I would like to share, in, my, in the old normal, I was able to organize two job fairs and it was not easy. It was not easy. It was a good experience, but it was not easy. It was a good experience because organizing a job fair is a tedious one. Uh, it was not as it was not as successful as expected it to be, but I'm still thankful for the experience. But based on that old normal experience, how do I do it in the new normal experience in this situation that we're in right now, where everything's virtual? So it's a good thing when I had a meeting last week. Uh, this company is willing to sponsor the website and I'm very grateful for them and I commit to help their organization to spark up their sales again because this website is I'm get I'm getting this for free just to help connect employers small and medium enterprises to the unemployed to help unemployed to find jobs that is suitable for them also because they cannot be choosy anymore and uh, that's how I'm doing right now but before I apply this to a team or an organization, it starts with me. Am I an agile leader? Am I an agile leader? If things happen like this way, just like here in the Philippines, we are here in the Philippines, we are in an extended, it's an extended enhanced community quarantine in other parts of the globe. It's a lockdown. And it has been extended for one more week. Just imagine with this all this VUCA, this volatile uncertainty, complex, ambiguous situation that we're in right now. Having this new opportunity is is gonna be something new for me, and I'm excited because it's happening in a situation of uncertainty. It's happening in a situation that is so complex right now. It's so uncertain right now, but it, it excites me because it's my opportunity to help. And before I start doing this with others, it should start with me also. That's why am I an, that's why my question to myself, am I an agile leader? Because if I'm an agile leader, maybe that's something I can help a team to become agile and eventually an organization become an agile especially in this day and age you cannot stick to the traditional ways of doing things it must be a mix of traditional ways and agile strategies in just just to be able to cope with the situation and the ever-changing situation that we're in right now I'm still learning basically that's why I'm taking the specialization because I'm still learning so just sharing to you I finished the fourth or fifth course of the specialization. It's the 52nd certification course I finished this year. It it energizes me. It energizes me. You know, um, 
something I learned this week. Don't be afraid to fail. You know, I failed again in my TESOL certificate. Basically, uh, I I recently submitted I resubmitted recently my teaching portfolio to to this Arizona State University, hoping they pass me. But I still failed again. But it's a good thing based on the comment, based on the expert review. They suggested some editing. Well, it's not just just editing. It's a major editing that on my work. <laughs> they were suggesting a major editing on my work. But something I learned is don't be afraid to fail. Don't be afraid to fail. Something I learned. Don't be afraid to fail. I'm afraid of failing. Basically, as a person, I'm afraid of failing. But because of this experience I'm going through, I'm learning not to be afraid of failing. Just imagine the first take, the first submission, I got a grade of 24. The second submission, it has improved from 24 to 52. And from the looks of it, I need to work on it just to comply with it, just to get just to get a grade of 70. I don't mind getting 70 as long as I get that TESOL certificate. But but I'm learning, don't be afraid to fail. Because failure is an opportunity to grow. Failure is an opportunity to grow, improve, and learn. So I'm learning, I'm, it allows me to improve, and it's part of my growth also. And I don't know, I just feel like sharing that because with the situation that we're in right now, I think that's a timely learning for all of us. I think that it's something that we can apply to all of us. Don't be afraid to fail. But for this episode, I learned this from the 75th certification course that I took last year on, on International Operations Management. International Operations Management. It's a course conducted by University of Geneva. University of Geneva is a top 1% university in the world. Just imagine, top 1 university. Top 1%, sorry. It's a top 1% university of the world. University of Geneva is a top 1%. Not, it's a 1%. So basically, it's among the top 1% university in the world. It's founded by a well-known theologian who has inspired Calvinism, who is John Calvin. So John Calvin founded the University of Geneva, which is now a, a top one university in the world. The reason why I took this course because I was interested on how to be a leader in an international organization. It may be work, it may be being a part of a international NGO non-government non-government organization or it can be joining a multinational corporation or it can be uh, uh, organization that can be started in the Philippines yet it has a global presence because the reason I took it because I believe we have to go global we have to go global you know I've been 
meant to, I've been handling small groups from different parts of the globe. Just like yesterday, the people I'm mentoring are from Hong Kong, Japan, Taiwan, people from abroad, Filipinos from abroad. Uh, every Friday, I meet Filipinos in the Middle East. And Saturday, I meet Filipinos in Europe. But as I was assessing my election right now, I realized in general, we have to go global. As I'm taking courses right now, specialization and courses, these are courses from, from, all, from all corners of the globe, just like University of Geneva is in Europe. Uh, the specialization I'm taking in taking right now is from University of Colorado, which is in, which is in America. So, as I'm taking these courses, as I meet with Filipinos from other parts of the globe, I realize we have to go global because the world is getting smaller. What do I mean, getting smaller? Just imagine everything's virtual right now. Virtual, you can meet people in any parts of the globe because you have the technology you have zoom you have google meet you can meet all the people across the world because of the situation that we're in right now so go global so the focus word is on this that's why for this 28 season 2 28 episode is the title is go global so our focus word is global Letter G, go out of your, go out of your comfort zone. Go out of your comfort zone. You know it has been a year since the lockdown or enhanced community quarantine. But I realized when I was listening earlier to the course, people are going through different things. I believe based on the cycle that I'm in right now, I've already reached the acceptance stage. What do I mean? I may be a person right now who has embraced the situation. Because I choose to embrace the situation, I'm starting to figure out new ways of doing things also. During this pandemic, I started this podcast. During this pandemic, I'm exploring. I started global small groups. During this pandemic, uh, I'm discovering new projects just like this new project that I'm about to launch also. Maybe I've reached the stage of acceptance that allows me to embrace the situation and allows me to move forward. But to some people, they might be going through depression. It's hard for them to accept the situation yet. That's why it depends on the person. It depends. But for this first point, go out of your comfort zone. Because... What if the old normal does not come back? What if the old normal does not come back? The reason why why I, I ask that question, what if the old normal does not come back, is this. There are a lot of new normal practices. There are a lot of new normal practices that are far better than the old normal. Yes, do you miss, if people ask me, do you miss the old normal? Yes, of course, in the old normal, you can do whatever you want. You can travel. You know, I miss I miss having team building activities for companies. 
I miss I miss out of town, I miss team building activities with companies. I miss well I I miss a little bit of speaking in front of people. There are a lot of things I miss. I miss also the the weekly gathering that we have in Security Bank. I miss a lot of things. That those are the things in the old normal. But think about it. There are a lot of practices in the new normal that exceed the impact of the old normal practices. That's why it's hard to wait. We miss we all I believe we all miss the old normal, but we cannot deny also that the new normal presents us a better way of doing things. That's why rather than rather than missing it, rather than longing for the old normal, I look forward to the new thing that's about to happen. What do I mean? I look forward to something new. Something better than the new normal and far better than the old normal. Of course, the new normal is not something we like also. But I look forward to something better than the new normal and far better than the old normal. What is it? I do not know. But I just choose to look forward to it. I just choose to prepare for it. How do we prepare for it? Just go out of our comfort zone. You know, uh, that's why this time around, I'm trying new things. Basically, when we go out of our comfort zone, we have to try new things. You have to try new things. I'm I'm very surprised with people starting their own TikTok, YouTube channel. It's nice. At least you at least I know they're still alive. Because the reason why I shared that is if they have a TikTok and their YouTube, you get to see them. And you know they're still alive. Because you, I haven't seen them for the longest time. That's why it's so nice to see them doing TikTok or YouTube or even Facebook Live. Because we have to try new things. Get out of your comfort zone. What are the new things that you can do? If in the old normal, we have so many excuses of not doing it. Maybe in the new normal, especially if there's no traffic right now and you're not stuck in any traffic, maybe you can start doing new things also. Get out of your comfort zone. Letter G, get out of your comfort zone. Letter L, learn from others. Ask for feedback. Learn from others. Ask for feedback. Learn from others. Ask for feedback. Just like the course, the TESOL that I'm taking right now, they gave me feedback. And I realized, wow, I'm not a teacher and it's not my gifting. But it also gives me an idea where to improve on also. You know, as I was reading the feedback, why they gave me 52, 52 out of 100. The score is 52 out of 100. The passing score is 70. The reason why I got 52 is they explained it to me where I'm lacking at. Of course, I'm not saying it's easy. But because of the feedback, because of the feedback, I have an idea. What should I work on for me to pass? Because of the feedback, it gives me 
It gives me an idea what to improve on and what to work on so that I can pass, so that I can get my TESOL. But it's not that easy. That's why learn from others, get feedback. Learn from others, get from, get feedback because it's not gonna be easy. Especially if you go global. If you go global, you cannot do the old way of doing things. You know, um, the reason why I'm in favor of massive open online courses, the reason why I'm in favor of it, because it shows accountability. Because for for other people from for students from other parts of the globe to take it and understand it, it means you were able to communicate well. You know, I've known some people who can teach subject, but they can teach, but they cannot connect. Because I, the reason why I agree on massive open online courses like Coursera is because it gives them accountability. It allows them to get feedback if they are if they are teaching well, if they are communicating well, if the concept is clear, if the module is clear. It helps them. It helps them improve. Because feedback is supposed to help us to improve. That's why I agree on it. That's why no wonder when I'm taking this massive open online courses. I learn a lot from it because they get feedback from others. But if people do not get feedback, if professors do not get feedback, teachers do not get feedback, they will not improve. And because they will not improve, if you show their work globally, it's a disconnect. But if your work gets feedback from other people from other parts of the globe, it will improve. It will become more effective in communicating to the rest of the world also. That's why I agree on massive open online courses or short for MOOCs learn from others so that's lo learn from others get feedback letter b build your game for bigger stage build your game for bigger stage you know that's why i appreciate the recent invitation from from a youth group in saudi arabia i was blessed with that opportunity because i'm talking to filipinos who have grown in other in saudi arabia because they may be Filipinos, but the culture that they grew up with is far different from mine. I grew up in the Philippines. I'm a Filipino who grew up in the Philippines. They may be Filipinos who grew up in Saudi Arabia. Just because we're both Filipinos, does it mean we are the same? And it was a very nice experience for me to get to know them, to see where they're coming from also. Build your game for bigger stage. Build your game for bigger stage. That's why if there's an opportunity that this pandemic brought us, the importance of going online. I was in a meeting yesterday and it's a training it's a training company, it's a corporate training company, and he was able to emphasize in this day and age you have to go online. You have to you have to go live. Go online, go live. To show the to show yourself to show your work build your game for bigger stage 
build your game for for bigger stage just like this podcast the reason why i speak in english is because the podcast opens yourself to the rest of the world just for example this podcast that i'm doing right now is being listened by people in usa 61% of the listeners 61% of the listeners are from usa just imagine a large significant chunk of listeners of this podcast are from USA and I'm from the Philippines build your game for bigger stage that's why if there's no market in the Philippines build yourself build your game for the bigger stage because everything's global because of this virtual uh, virtual connections we have internet zoom google meet and all these things microsoft teams we have to go global there's an opportunity to go global and that's why i'm still hoping to pass the tsol i hope i get to submit the portfolio again soon i'm not gonna rush it i'm i want to make sure it's what they're what they're looking for um if i pass it it opens doors for me also to go global in teaching in other parts of the globe in other in different organizations build your game for the for the bigger stage letter a ask for help uh, how is it different from feedback feedback gives you an idea what to improve in but asking for help ask for help means you need other people basically i i realize this pandemic makes us feel paralyzed when the pandemic happened when the pandemic started have you felt paralyzed by the situation have you felt paralyzed by this pandemic if you feel paralyzed by it ask for help ask for help and how do you ask for help does it mean you literally ask for can you help me it can be it can be another form can we collaborate can we work on something can we collaborate just like yesterday's meeting he was suggesting to me can we work on something let's collaborate maybe let's come up with a virtual job fair ask for help or maybe another another term is another way of saying is can we collaborate can we work together in this day and age we need help ask for help start collaborating with other people especially if you know your direction and their purpose is also in line with yours better collaborate ask for help and last level up never stops level up never stops learning never stops level up never stops how do we level up we we keep on learning you have to learn there's a reason why the old normal is not coming back and there's likely chance that the old normal is already obsolete and antique already it's an antique maybe it's already posted it's already shown in the museum maybe this the old normal is about to be shown in the museum because level up never stops how do we level up we keep learning we keep learning i'm still learning because i i realize i do not know much 
the reason I keep learning is because I realize I do not know much. We keep learning. Level up never stops because we need to keep on learning. You have to keep on learning. Go global. Letter G. Go out of your comfort zone. Try something new that's in line with your direction. Learn from others. Learn from others. Get feedback. B. Build your game for bigger stage. Letter A is ask for help. And letter L is level up never stops. Of course, people will ask me where's the letter O. It's on the second point. Learn from others. Learn from others. So, so that's our Go Global outline. And I hope this episode helps because... The reason why I, I prepared for this is this is now our reality and this prolonging. It's now a prolonging season. Just imagine the season that we we hope to end. Just imagine this is this pandemic is something we hope to end, but it's prolonging. That's why the reason why I prepared this is because we have to go global basically we have to try something new we have to adopt we have to accept the situation and move forward from there also i hope this episode helps because we're all going through the same thing thank you for joining me i hope to hear feedback from you this is tommy shane Lang. this is hashtag marketplace influencer tommy shane Lang podcast season 2 episode 28 god bless